Greetings, everybody. This is David Avocado Wolf, and we're coming up to our longevity conference. This is the big and the bad and the bestest of all time. This is the longevity conference to end all longevity conferences in Anaheim, California. We're all going to gather there, a couple thousand of us, and we are going to dig into all of the latest and greatest technologies and health and healing, the stuff they want you to know about, the stuff they don't want you to know about, and everything in between. We've got a, an illustrious group of guests and speakers. It's going to be a, I guess, a cornucopia of all good things. April 6th, 7th and 8th, 2018, com. The details should be somewhere around this page that you're where you're listening to this recording right now. Come down to Anaheim, California. Be there with us. It's going to be exquisite. It's going to be probably the most interesting health conference you will ever see. I doubt you could find anything that would be wilder, more fun, more interesting, more pertinent to your life than what we present at this conference. And one of our guests who's going to be joining us really needs no introduction. This guy has sold, I think, well over 50 million books when we first met years back, I was astounded at his knowledge of health. I mean, literally astounded. This man is, he's a really a cool guy, too, really fun. You know, sometimes you get to, you know, some of these authors, you're like, they're not really fun because they're really nerdy or something, or they, you know, they're kind of like in their own world of, of research. But this man is fun. He's really a cool guy to hang out with, and I am so excited to be sharing the stage with him again. In fact, I consider it a very high honor because he is just so good at what he does, and he's so entertaining and so engaging. With no further ado, it's John Gray. I'm doing great, and I'm so excited to be at the conference. I say it's, you know, I do conferences every week around the world, and the Longevity Conference is the highlight. It is so much fun. You have created such an amazing atmosphere for fun and learning and education and inspiration and motivation. I'm still high for the last one. Awesome. Thank you. That's what, that's what we'd like to do. We'd like to make it fun, not only for all the guests who are there, but all our speakers as well. And we've heard, you know, great comments for over the years from, for example, like Dr. Mercola. But to hear that from you, John, because you do so many conferences and you've done them for so long. I really appreciate that. Now we're going to get together and we're going to cover, you know, really the cutting edge of health. So I wanted to hear, cause you're, you're always at the leading edge. People, I don't think they really realize this about you, about your your health research is cutting edge. Every time I check in with you, I'm like, geez, this guy is on top of it. What is the latest thing? What's Since the oxytocin breakthrough, what's new? What's happening? Well, I was about 15 years ago, I started talking about oxytocin. Now it's become common knowledge for our relationships. It's very, very important that women get stimulation for oxytocin. Now, what's interesting is I have searched, I've been talking about it, you know, even 20 years, but the research came out 15 years ago validating it. And then everybody's taken off with books all on oxytocin. And it basically, for people who aren't familiar, it's in order to experience hormonal balance and well-being and happiness, particularly for women, uh, affection, touch, romance, listening, all these things when you're listening to her, which is kind of what women get out of therapy, is to feel heard, seen, understood, validated. All of that uh, 
basically stimulates a hormone, a cuddling hormone called oxytocin. Now, cuddling and affection and hugs are very potent for that. Massage is important for that. But basically, when women do anything they love to do, not because they have to do it, but they love to do it, they enjoy doing it, they choose to do it, that helps them to come back to a hormonal balance. Now, that's my new message in Beyond Mars and Venus, which is the oxytocin is just a doorway into this whole vast information about women's hormones because it's not just oxytocin. It turns out that oxytocin is a hormone which, by the way, gives well-being to women most often, but causes men, too much of it causes men to get sleepy. That's why after sex, men get sleepy or got to get away uh, because oxytocin literally lowers testosterone in men and in women. It lowers testosterone. Now, testosterone is, you know, a very essential hormone for men to experience well-being, energy, health, wellness, motivation, attraction, bonding, all that good stuff we want in our life, particularly in our relationships. But if you're not in relationships, just in life, vitality and energy and health, testosterone is essential for men. And I'm not talking about taking these hormones. I'm talking about a, a breakthrough of new information, which helps us to recognize that what we choose to do, our thoughts, our behavior and our actions, certain thoughts, behaviors, and actions will create testosterone. And men need 30 to 50 times more testosterone than women. Now, this is really important. This is not, you know, just a theory. This is biology. When you go get to your tests, the hormone tests checked, if a man is depressed, his testosterone will be exceedingly low. Ironically, if a man is angry, what's happening is his testosterone level is turning into estrogen, the female hormone. That's when men go out of balance is when they're angry or afraid. That's the fight or flight. Estrogen levels go up, which is beneficial for women. Women need particularly um, for most of the for the most of the month they need ten times more estrogen than a man, but particularly the five days prior to ovulation, she needs 20 times more estrogen than a man, and that increases her ability to bond and fall in love and experience happiness and fulfillment. So when women are stressed, what we find is not just that their oxytocin levels will be low, but generally speaking, their estrogen levels are way too low or they're way too high, uh, and it's at different times of the month, way too high is actually good. And after ovulation, way too high is not good and causes what's called estrogen dominance, which is PMS and irritability and depression and moodiness in women, the inability to feel love. So this is like a huge breakthrough because for the last 20 years, people have been going to doctors in order to get hormones. Uh, people had a money and a, a schedule that allowed them to keep going back to the doctor for testing. We're going and getting hormones, taking hormones, and the body's actually designed to make hormones. And we have to ask the question, why isn't the body making hormones? And one of the major things is, of course, our diet and our exercise routine. But more importantly is how we choose to spend our time, what types of interactions we have in our relationships, our relationship with our work, our relationship with our children, our relationship with our spouses, our relationship with people we're dating, 
and a relationship with ourself. For women, it's really very different than for men. We can see this now as at different stages of her cycle, her hormones will change, and therefore she needs a different kind of stimulation. For men, it's pretty consistent. We need our testosterone to be steady and up and our estrogen levels to not go high. But when men are depressed, as I mentioned, they're not feeling fully alive and vital. Their libido goes down. It all has to do with testosterone. And then what happens is the only way his libido can go up is with a new and different woman, uh, which the newness stimulates such high levels of dopamine that his testosterone goes up. But that wears out right away. Once the newness is gone, he has to move on. He needs this internal strong testosterone uh, in order to stay bonded with a partner and to actually grow in love and attraction and interest. And this is a possibility today, but we have to have this new knowledge. So it's really exciting. Uh, and of course, all the good health stuff we're learning supports the production of, of estrogens and testosterones and oxytocin and progesterone. These are their supplements for all those things that I'll be talking about in my talk uh, to help. But the supplement just provides... Uh, like the concrete to put a foundation on a house. You still have to have the architect. You still have to design it. You have to put things up. But you've got to have that foundation, which is health, which is so exciting to hear all the new health breakthroughs. And my focus will be on those health insights that will help you to stimulate the right hormones. But just taking that, just having the health part of it doesn't do the whole equation. We are mind, body, spirit. We have yeah. to have the behaviors to stimulate these healthy hormones that are the basis of positive mood. So let me let me ask you this, John, and this is like the the, the six million dollar question right now. Why? And this is so pertinent with what's happening in the news and everything else. And I've been looking at all the presidents going back to like um, Grover Cleveland and back, you know, way back the beginning of like American history. This whole thing of like this super high sexual energy in the Oval Office. This is kind of what's on everyone's mind right now because it's just blaring out of every kind of news media. Just, I just couldn't let you go without, I need to know, like, what is the deal with like, you're the president or you want to be the president or this big powerful billionaire or, you know, whatever, John F. Kennedy or whatever. And there's always this thing of all these women, right? Like they have to have all these sexual affairs and all this. What's your take on that? Well, we're talking about alpha male, and we're talking about uh, different parts of the brain. Okay, so we have to understand that as humans, we have also a monkey brain inside of our human brain. That you know, over 90% of our brain, the actual neurons in the brain, if you look at the DNA, uh, it's going to be either monkey DNA or the dinosaur DNA. I mean, this is ancient evolution all in our brain. And it starts at the back where you got the fight or flight center, which is where we're, where our sex center is as well. It's unconscious, it's instincts, it's drives. Okay, so you got one thing which is drives, and that gives us our energy, it gives us vitality, it gives us motivation, allows us to go on and on and on. Okay, so that's this, you know, animal, very very instinctive, and it's also cold-blooded. You know, one of the aspects of uh, alpha male, if he's not balanced, is the inability to have empathy for others. Often, there's many uh, books have been written about most presidents were sociopaths because in order to get that job, you have to not care what other people think. 
<laughs> you yeah. just have to think what you yep. think is the right way. I wouldn't yep. want to be president. It's, I don't want half the country hating me. It's enough being <laughs> as popular as I am now. <laughs> so, so it, you know, there's a, there's a place where you have to become hyper tough in order to get there. Now, that's the primitive brain. Okay, now we've got this monkey brain, which is where our empathy comes in, our love comes in, but also jealousy comes in, anger comes in, hurt comes in, violence comes in, and that gets get fueled by the lower brain. So we've got the lower brain, the monkey brain, and the prefrontal cortex, that's mainly the only neurons in the brain that have human DNA, which is different from animals. Okay, so having said all that, now what we've got is we've got this monkey brain. So all of us have got it. Now, if you go to some of the monkey studies, what you'll see is that uh, in a tribe of certain monkeys, you'll see one monkey gets all the women. Uh, the women are instinctively drawn to the strongest male. They want their instincts that, you know, want that DNA for their babies and so forth that are sexually drawn to the alpha male. And the alpha male, they study the alpha male. What they find is the alpha male has twice as much testosterone as all the other males. It turns out that when a man's, when a man's testosterone is high, uh, his, Women become more attracted to him, period, particularly around those five days of ovulation. They've already done studies on that, is that men with higher testosterone levels are more attractive to women during that time of those five days when their body can make a baby. Even if they're married and happily married to a regular testosterone guy, they'll be turned on, according to the studies, to the high testosterone guy. Now, in the monkey tribe, you've got this one monkey. He's got double the testosterone of the other monkeys. Now, here's the interesting thing. When that monkey dies, another monkey will become the alpha. And in one day, his testosterone levels double. Okay, so this is, we now see that what stimulates testosterone is not just your genes, it's your status. And once you, yeah, the status that you have stimulates testosterone. Now, what is that status for me, for example, every day and for you? Well, you're a huge influence in the world, having a status of making a difference, a problem solver, someone who can do things, get things done. And our society often measured by money or popularity, but also skill and technique. And you're able to solve problems bottom line. You, that's personal power. That personal power is always associated with double the testosterone level of average guys. I mean, it's just higher. And status will give that to you. So suddenly you've got, you know, you, you've got a guy like Donald Trump. He's going to have these super high testosterone levels. And unless, now what testosterone does is it frees you from emotion. You know, in order to go into battle, for example, and fight or flight, your testosterone levels will first shoot up. And only when you lose confidence does it turn into estrogen and you feel fear and anger, these very lower emotions of the, of the lower part of the brain. And therefore, you act on that very strong sex drive associated with high testosterone without thinking of the consequences. The consequences is the prefrontal cortex of the brain. So, you know, this is all, you know, a little, <laughs> a little complicated, but this, these are like really interesting things to understand in the practical application for all of us. Now, you get a guy like, you know, the presidents, what happens is they get put in this status role and their testosterone levels shoot really, really high. And what can help help them find balance inside, okay, because we, we, like I'm this spiritual being, right? I'm a spiritual guy. I have this balance of masculine and feminine inside of me. I also have twice the testosterone levels I had as a young man because of my success and what I do to keep myself healthy. Most men drop at 50. I mean, they just go downhill. That's what retirement is. And then they die soon after, you know, according to insurance companies. Now they have a heart attack. All heart attacks occur when you're t for men when their testosterone levels are really low. 
That's a fact. That's the one that's fact that it's fact always there. Most yep. people don't know that. And, of yep. course, it's not practical information in the medical community because their only solution to low testosterone is give people testosterone, and that doesn't solve the problem. You have to be making the testosterone. So in order to find balance, okay, so when my testosterone gets really, really high, then I get really, really horny to come home and have sex with my wife. Now, why is that? Well, you can see back in the Greek days, the soldiers would go out and fight or flight. In order to go out and battle and endure difficulty, coldness, danger, fear, all that stuff, stuff, you had to have high testosterone which shoot up and push away your emotions, not suppress your emotions. Literally, your estrogen goes down when you're in danger and your man, your testosterone starts to go up. Now, I mentioned before, when you're in fight or flight, you have anger and fear. That's only when you lose control. When you feel, I don't know what to do, then bang, all that uh, testosterone, which gives you detachment so that you don't feel afraid, you have to go into battle. We are, our brain is habituated, trained or whatever to be that way. And that's our biological balance. We need that testosterone to thrive. But in order to experience happiness and fulfillment, which comes from estrogen, we need a balance. We need to balance the testosterone. So when the, when the soldiers would come back from battle, all of the young women, they call them the virgins. They were just the women who weren't married. The virgins, they would all bring them to the temple and the soldiers would have sex with them to civilize them, to make them, you know, back to not being these very detached, uh, non-emotional beings. So sex is a very powerful estrogen stimulator. Femininity is estrogen, and sex is a way for men's estrogen levels to come up and bring their testosterone levels back down, but to a healthy place. Their testosterone goes too high, you want to find its balance. You see, there's, everything is about finding the balance. And what I've seen is there's nothing more powerful in life than having good communication skills in a relationship which allows you to go into balance. And I'll be sharing those relationship skills in my talk so that women can, we might say in real simple terms, leave their male side, because that's one of the huge things, the problems today is women go away to their male side at work. They have a hard time coming back to their female side. We don't have a culture that supports women in doing that. The culture for thousands of years supported women just being on their female side, supported men just being on their male side, and suddenly we've got women way on their male side producing testosterone at work. Anything you do which is solving problems, emergency, urgency, sacrifice, working for money, dealing with people that you wouldn't want to sleep with, you know, these, these not family people, these are... These are uh, all testosterone-producing activities, and men thrive in that situation. Women can thrive in that situation if they're able to come back into balance in a personal life, which is separate from that business world. And that's what I'm teaching women is how to bring back their female hormones. So many women complain, you know, their moods are off, they don't sleep well, they can't fall in love, they can't sustain a relationship, what's going on? And a man won't stay attracted to me. If she, if the woman's saying, why doesn't he stay interested in me? Well, a man can't sustain interest in you unless your estrogen levels bump his testosterone up. You can't stay interested in him unless his testosterone levels bump your estrogen up. It's the opposites that attract. And so on a biological level, which regulates our sexual drives, pheromones get produced as certain hormone levels shift. That's what creates all the attraction. And when a man doesn't have that in his relationship, his boredom sets in. But a new woman who's new and different will always stimulate uh, if there's a sexual availability and he's not sexually satisfied, well, the newness of that will stimulate dopamine, which then bumps his testosterone up 
because there's newness. But newness will never be, can't be sustained in a relationship because people, you know, it's my wife. I've known her for 32 years. I go her inside and out. Certainly there's some surprises here and there. But what sustains the passion is the polarity of masculine energy in me and feminine energy in her. Interesting. So this brings to light a lot of very interesting things that you hear about. For example, like, you know, if you're a fighter, a boxer, you don't go, you don't have sex before the fight. You have sex after the fight. When you make love, it's different from having sex alone. When you right. love someone, see, I make love to my wife, my estrogen level, estrogen is a hormone of love, happiness, joy, freedom, enjoyment, pleasure. Estrogen goes up during sex for men, and, and so after, when estrogen goes up, my testosterone goes down. So there's going to have to be this recovery period where I need to pull away from my wife and rebuild my testosterone up. That's why men tend to go in and out. Women go, why is he not interested in me all the time? Because when he gets too close, estrogen goes up, his testosterone goes down. He needs to back off a bit for testosterone to come back up. That's a basic concept of the Men Are From Mars book. Is men are like rubber bands. They get close, they pull away, they get close, they get to pull away. Women, because of their hormone balance, they go up and they go down, they go up and they go down. We just don't want these things to become too extreme. They're natural balances. It's a flow of life that when you understand it, you can dance with it. It's wonderful. Now, coming back... Back to the basketball player, the football player, whatever. If you have sex with somebody you care about and you love and you have a relationship with, it will produce enough estrogen to then lower your testosterone and you won't be primed for the game. Really, what the, what the Japanese has found out, actually, if you, if you practice celibacy for six days, on the seventh day, uh, your testosterone levels will double. If you're regularly having sex, so you have sex on Saturday night, or you have sex before the, the a week before the game, and then you wait six days. On the seventh day, if you don't masturbate or release your uh, sexual energy, uh, your biology will double your testosterone. Which is for a man, it says, "Get out there and do something." You're designed to make babies, and and so that's the thing that I teach men, which is how to restore their healthy testosterone levels. Uh, there's many things that we'll talk about to restore healthy testosterone in men, how to restore a healthy hormone balance for women, which includes uh, having a testosterone as well, but at the right time in the right place. John, you, you're, you're an amazing litany of knowledge. For everybody tuning in late or you didn't hear quite the beginning, that was Dr. John Gray. No other moniker would work. This man is an incredible researcher. He has sold at least, I mean, well over 50 million books. Always a joy to hang out with. Just a great human being. He's going to be joining us at the Longevity Now conference coming up very shortly, April 6th, 7th, and 8th in Anaheim, California, right next to Disneyland. We're going to be at the Hilton Hotel there. We've got the whole hotel rented. We're going to have the time of our lives. It's a fun one, thelongevitynowconference.com. All four of those words together, thelongevitynowconference.com. All the details are on that page. John Gray, thanks so much for joining us. That was awesome. You always just bring it, and I'm so excited to see you again and, and share the stage with you. Hey, David, I'd like to give one little tip. Can I do that? Go for it. Absolutely. You know, we talk, We started out talking about oxytocin, and I explained that that's the doorway to help balance hormones, uh, helps to lower testosterone in women and help them come back to estrogen. And there's a food. Now, it's taken me, <laughs> taken me 25 years to research this. I finally found it. 
uh, there's a supplement, a mineral that helps produce oxytocin. I'll be talking about that at my at my talk. Lithium orotate, lithium, and very low doses stimulates oxytocin. It binds with the oxytocin receptor sites, and I've been promoting that for 15 years with great, great success for people. But the other thing now is a natural food, and I know you'll love it too, is dates. Three dates what? a day will stimulate hormonal balance in women. Uh, basically, women's hormones are so out of balance, uh, they should all be eating dates. Three dates a day will build that oxytocin level up if you've also got some intimacy, you know, some friends and some good relationship skills. But the problem is if you don't have the nutrients to make it, that's the other side of it. You can be doing all the right things and it doesn't work. But with three dates, do the right things and you're going to be really, really happy, women. And men, go out and buy those dates for her because <laughs> if she's happy, you're happy. John's going to be joining us at the Longevity Now Conference. We'll see you there April 6th, 7th, and 8th in right in Anaheim, California, near Los Angeles, 45 minutes away from LAX. We're going to be having the best weekend ever, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the longevitynowconference.com. See you there. I'm David Avocado Wolf wishing you the best day ever. And I know John Gray is right there, right with us, having the best day ever. He's going to teach us all about his latest and greatest research. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you there.